This is Clint Howard, and you're listening to Without Your Head. of decapitation without your head i'm nasty neil and i have a special guest co-host here kim trails very good and we're joined by the uf bros joe and emmett hayes it's very cool to have you guys here it's great to be here so much for letting us be on we're so excited to chat with you cool so this sunday yeah live this sunday storming area 51 can you give us an idea of what what will happen or what you anticipate to happen. Oh my well, you know, we're on a journey. We want to know what the government is hiding behind Area 51. We want to know, do they have them aliens in there? So Joe and I decided that we'd go on a road trip and figure out more about Area 51, interview some people that uh, have some inside knowledge. Joe's really into the alien aspect of this whole phenomena, and I'm, I'm really super into kind of the mechanical aspects of the UFOs and that sort of thing. So we kind of just put our heads together to see who we could bring out of the shadows and decided to see what was going to happen. Were there going to be two million people? Was there going to be two people? Uh, and so we thought we would go on a journey and, and take our viewers along for the ride. So they have got to watch this Sunday on Travel mm-hmm. Channel, 10 p.m. Yeah, it's very exciting. So have you been to Area 51 before? Yes, we have actually. Um, it was kind of, I think, Joe, was it our first trip? One of our first trips? Yes, correct. Yeah, so um, we decided to just put everything aside and go on a bro trip out to Area 51, and we checked all the gates out. And, you know, the the infamous, uh, the most, uh, or, you know, uh, famous, I shall say, little alien. We hung out there, ate there a few times, bought some merchandise. So, yeah, we have been. It's actually a really beautiful place. It's very de- it's very kind of out in the middle of nowhere, but it's beautiful for sure. Yeah. So, you know, with all the hoopla here on the internet about invading uh, Area 51, if there was something there, do you think they, they would have moved it to, like, Area 52 by now? Or another area? Area 51.5. There we go. You know, they say there is an Area 52. Because oh. they're always building... Yes. They're all... In, in that area, they're always building new uh, hangers. And they do it by carving up the side of the mountain. And then they put hanger doors on the outside that are textured by uh, looking like the surrounding shrubbery um, desert area. So they're always building. Uh, we like to, uh, or we could say that our, our leaders like to say, oh, well, you know, there's nothing going on there. It's not a big deal. Oh, they just do some test uh, planes and military stuff. But as Joe knows, I know, he knows probably more about this than I do, but there's always something going on at military bases and it is, you know, constantly so far beyond our concept of technology. Uh, currently, um, it's so advanced 
They don't want, obviously, any foreign people to get a hold of it. Um, not only that, but here's the big problem. They're keeping secrets that could change humanity because they've got vehicles that can transcend our current understanding of physics. And is it us or them? So we're always playing this game between, well, what is that object? Is that alien? Is it us? And we're always trying to do this kind of delicate dance between the two to make sure that, uh, you know, we're really trying to understand the full scope of what's going on here. Mm-hmm. I hope that answers your question mostly, but it's yeah, I, I think tied so. in one big intricate, you know, network of craziness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I actually have a serious question is, um, let's say it came out that, uh, the government says that, that their UFOs are real. They've been here. There is intelligent life. Uh, what would that mean for society? That's probably a huge question, but what would happen if that, if that would come out? Uh, further look into advanced technology, mostly. What could it do for the world? What their technology could change? I don't know. How do you think the people would receive it, though, Joe? That's what I'm yeah. like. Would there be mass That's panic? To... Or, yeah, would it, would, it, would it really change that much, or do you think we'd be excited? I guess it depends on the aliens. I think exactly. mostly we're all conditioned to already accept mm-hmm. that we're not alone. Uh, but I think most people are thinking microbes, you know, a microbe on a rock somewhere, um, mm-hmm. which, you know, NASA likes to come out and say, big news. <laughs> you know, we found water somewhere. Right. Uh, I'm sure someday they're going to come out and say, we found a microbe somewhere. But that's not really that interesting uh, because there are intelligent life forms that are visiting our planet and have been for a really, really long time and always will. Um, I think it's going to take the public. This is Emmett, by the way, in case anybody wonders who voice too. Okay. Uh, I think it'll take the, the public some time to acclimate. Um, but I, I don't know. Joe also thinks that maybe there might be pandemonium. So, you but know. do you think? Do you think that maybe they're 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 preparing us now because with all this information coming out all of a sudden that they're saying, oh well, okay, we did catch this thing that is a. Um, what are they calling it now? Uh, it's not U- UFO. It's Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon. UAP. Yes, UAP. That is a big change to the description of what we're dealing with here. Because in the kind of normal zeitgeist of... Uh, you take the word UFO, Unidentified Flying Object, or that acronym. Uh, that could be anything. Uh, you know, it, mm-hmm. it, it, it basically is just trying to say any identifiable phenomena or, uh, sorry, excuse me, like earth phenomena, like, uh, you know, lightning and uh, lightning balls. And there's all these sorts of other things. Swamp gas, of course. Yes. We have to count the swamp weather gas. balloons, um, weather balloons. And I kind of veered off course here. Where were we going with this? <laughs> I got <laughs> lots of weather balloons again, Joe. I'm sorry, say that again. Oh uh, yeah. Or do you think, do you think they're intentionally preparing us um, they're they're amping up that that reveal of the uh, unidentified aerial phenomena by changing the terminology. Absolutely, because the word phenomena is in there. Yes, um, which is a big addition to, uh, you know, and aerials are specific too, um, because sometimes they're not flying. <laughs> frankly, right. sometimes they're sitting there motionless, uh, noiseless. And then zipping off instantaneously at multiples of thousands of miles an hour. It's like mind boggling what these things can do. Right. Um, but yeah, I think, I think we've been conditioned since like the late forties 
We can always go back to Roswell. But the fact of the matter is the UFOs have been appearing um, for a long time, but the mass majority of the sightings we, we know about is because of nuclear testing. And so since then, that's when the most, most sightings have happened for the American people. Now, moving forward, um, you know, it has only been a small trickle of uh, a little bit here, a little bit, oh, let's introduce you to, you know, Star Trek. Let's introduce you to uh, Star Wars. Let's introduce you to... So there's these sort of things that have been happening that have already kind of conditioned us to hopefully fully under... Be okay with the fact that we're not alone. Right. That's what I think. Yeah. Now, now Emmett said so that... Um, talk, man. Go on, sorry. <laughs> no, well, let's get... Let's... All right, all right. I'm right here, bro. All right, the UFO bros are arguing here a little bit, but Emmett said that you know you said that you believe that um that they have been here. Like, uh, what evidence have you seen? Was there a moment in time where, like, I, I assume you always thought you know this, but was there a moment in time when you came to the conclusion that you believe that it's true that UFOs have come here or aliens have come here? Well, let's just take out all the aliens and take out everything. If we look at the history going way, way, I want to talk thousands of years back, um, human beings saw lights in the sky. Sometimes that's a meteor, sometimes it's not. But what we're finding now is that when you check off the list of possibilities, there's one left. There are objects in our skies that are moving in ways that we can't fully understand or make happen. And we know it goes back to the early 1900s. There's books in the 1800s, actually, talks about similar sort of lights moving and zipping around. So to me, this is just maybe misinterpretation of what people were seeing uh, by calling it light. Maybe it was a misinterpretation of, um, you know, how do you describe what you're seeing? I think you can only use terms for what you know at the time. But now we're starting to go, well, well hold on. That wasn't what that was. Um, that's, that's, a, that's part of the phenomena that's happening now. It's just that we're able to look at, look at it in a bigger way. And it has taken so long to like pry open, uh, this whole thing. And it has just been nothing but red tape the whole way. But finally, like we talked about 2017, DOD says these videos are real. Just a few, like last week, maybe comes out and only further acknowledges the fact that they are indeed unidentified aerial phenomena in those videos. So where does that leave us? You know, that's the question. Where are we at now with this? Well, we know they've been in our past. We know they're in our current. Um, you know, who's behind the wheel? Mm -hmm. now, have either of you actually here? seen anything? Have either of you actually seen anything? When we were kids, um, we saw some gro uh, green glowing lights in the sky, and they were active for about, Oh God, what, 30 seconds and they disappeared. And you could just hear the whole neighborhood just gasping. What is I that? I remember that. I remember that was terrifying actually. Uh -huh. Right. <laughs> it, we didn't know what it was. There were kids. And then as adults, Joe and I, we go to this, we went to this event in the desert and um, people were claiming to summon UFOs using lasers. And we thought that was really interesting. So we checked it out. But while these people were doing this, in the middle of the desert, a light just now when I, I it didn't flash, it gradually grew in brightness to this brilliant bright white. 
and then it faded just as equally. And the whole entire place, everybody in the desert went, whoa, at the same time. That was probably one of the most amazing things uh, because everybody yeah. saw it. Right. And it's totally, we have no idea what it is. We're still trying to figure it out. Yeah, that's so pretty so a practical question, how many people are actually uh, going to be in that area? I don't know if you know yet or not. And what if they, what if people actually do storm Area 51, like they run in? What, what do you think will happen? Uh, more than likely, they'll probably get stopped before they get to the gate. Um, mm-hmm. It's more of like chicken. <laughs> it <just laughs> depends who the person is and wants to go across. But more than likely, they'll just arrest them and take them back over the uh, gate or they'll arrest them fully. Most of the time, if you step over that gate line, it's a $650 fine off the bat. Wow. And that's been being nice. (laughs) (laughs) That's just a financial punishment. (laughs) Yeah, you're going to see on the 29th what sort of stuff happens when you cross the line. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have some amazing stuff we're going to be showing. Uh, You have to watch it to see. Um, There's also been some headlines about people, you know, of course, just so, just so you're aware, this event already has happened. This is mm-hmm. our documentation of it. So you're going to see exactly how many people showed up. Uh, thousands of people spread out over a 50-mile radius. It was um, just like a giant festival of fun. Uh, and, uh, you know, a few people Can't did try it. their luck. Yeah. A few people tried their luck, got arrested. It happened. And, you know, surprisingly, there weren't a whole lot of reports about about what happened. So I'm very definitely uh, interested in, in seeing what you guys captured. I think I think it's going to be great. We all want to know what happened. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you can see these guards. They're not messing around. Mm-hmm. You tune in to find out. So, yeah, this Sunday. Uh, so you said it was also fun. So, you know, there's some serious stuff here, but it's also, it's also fun to talk about aliens and uh and get together with people. And, and I assume there was a lot of cool stuff you could buy. There were burritos. Uh, yeah, burritos, yeah. Which is, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, there was burritos out in the middle of the desert, you guys. Like, how did that happen, right? I, I mean, can give, distance. like, props. Mm-hmm. Props to the organizers at the different events. Their security was really, really taken seriously and very well done. There was plenty of toilets, FYI. People were really concerned about That's toilets. Awesome. There's plenty of those. Uh, and like I said, we have burritos out there. There was all kinds of merchandise, you guys. It was just a total blast. And it's only going to happen every year until forever, mm-hmm. probably. It's great. Uh-huh. Well, we oh, we'll make it out next time. Yeah. Be a good time. Uh, yeah, I do have, uh, yeah. Uh, one question here while I have you guys here. Anal probes, are they real and why? Well, as someone who's been anally probed multiple times, I can probably uh, explain how that works. Uh, No, actually, no probing happened. Um, That's good. Not that we know of yet. Uh, But that whole thing started uh, back in the book Communion by Whitney Strieber. By the way, just a little history. The anally probing thing, that's where that happened. That's where it started. Um, And it continues on. That's why our probe cast is called probe cast. We probe in a different way. We don't probe, mm. probe in. Right, right. We probe intellectually. Mm-hmm. That's good. Uh, I would say it's good. It's good for most people. Some other people who are interested in something else. I'm sure there's other podcasts out there for, for them. <laughs> uh, for sure. Probably a few. 
<laughs> right, right. I've seen videos like that. But uh, so I'm really looking forward Travel Channel to see what you guys have captured. It's going to be a good time. And I'm going to and I'm yeah, looking forward to checking out your guys' podcast. Yeah. yeah. Where, where can people find your podcast, by the way? Well, uh, our social media handles at basically all social media uh, networks is at Real UFO Bros. So you can find us on uh, Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff. We even have a Pinterest, you guys, and it's surprisingly kind of on fire. Mm. So you might want to check that out too. Can we find Pinterest. some views on your on your Pinterest page? Maybe some photos. Oh my gosh! On our Pinterest page, there's yeah. like it's separated out and organized. In, I don't know what my problem is with Pinterest. Maybe maybe I'm a stay-at-home mom and I just don't know it. But <laughs> on Pinterest, we have different subthreads like. Alien pictures, UFO, real UFOs, totally fake UFOs, government, uh, advanced military crap, and there's all kinds of stuff on there that we've tried to sort of categories. So. Sounds great. Yeah. Please check that out. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Joe and Emmett Hayes, the UFO bros. We're looking forward to it, and I'm sure everyone out there is as well. Great. Thank you guys so thank much you. for your time. Thank you. Thank you. See you Sunday at Thanks. 10. Sunday yes. at 10. <laughs> The Travel Channel. Very good. Thank you, guys. Bye. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Bye.
What's that? What's that countdown? <laughs> <laughs> 